His speech echoing the words of President Franklin Roosevelt. He said the American people in their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. He said echoing those words that Ukraine will also win victory absolutely over Russia. He also thanked the American people as well as lawmakers for the support that Ukraine has received uh, to date throughout its battle against Russia. We will be shortly getting the thoughts and reaction from Simon Marks, who's been uh, watching uh, the address as well in Washington, D.C. Let's get across to him right now. Simon, uh, we just heard quite a lot of ground covered there uh, by President Zelensky. What stood out to you the most? Perhaps the mention of Iran drones and also calling for uh, Republicans and Democrats to work together uh, to help support Ukraine's efforts. Yeah, absolutely. This was a completely uncompromising message from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to uh, this joint session of Congress, capping an extraordinary day here in Washington, where uh, at the White House, he also presented an uncompromising message. In that speech uh, before Congress, he said it would be naive to think uh, that it was possible to wait for peace proposals to emanate from Russia. He spoke about the need to push through to absolute victory. And I think the absolute crux of this speech was the point at which he said, uh, thanking members of Congress for having voted in favor of providing Ukraine uh, with so much military and financial assistance uh, over the course of the last 300 days. He said, your money is not charity. It's an investment in global security and democracy. And while the vast majority of members of the House of Representatives and the Senate uh, leapt to their feet to applaud that line, it was notable that uh, a handful of right-wing members of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives absolutely sat on their hands and at times during the speech uh, were paying no attention to Volodymyr Zelensky. Instead, glancing at their cell phones. Those are members of what is essentially the pro-Putin wing uh, of the right uh, of the Republican Party's caucus. And they are threatening, once the new Congress is sworn in on January the 3rd, when the Republicans will be in the majority in the House of Representatives, to block any further support for Ukraine. And you could see a very vivid symbol of the debate that is going to lie ahead in this city uh, when you saw those members of Congress refusing to uh, acknowledge the Ukrainian president's comments uh, on the assistance packages that have been bestowed upon him so far uh, in any way. They clearly were not hearing the message that he was transmitting about the absolute vital role that the United States has played, both in terms of providing uh, Ukraine with lethal aid, another $2.2 billion of which uh, was bestowed upon President Zelensky by uh, President Biden today, including, of course, the Patriot missile battery that the Ukrainians have so long urged the United States uh, to provide, but also the basic financial and humanitarian assistance that the United States has provided so far. President Zelensky warning uh, that a lot more of that is going to be needed and clearly hoping that he was going to uh, woo members of Congress uh, in favour of getting behind uh, those pleas in the months ahead. But it's apparent from the reaction that we saw from a handful of Republicans in the chamber that that is going to become uh, a pretty substantial battlefield politically here once this year wraps up and the 118th Congress 
is sworn in on January the 3rd and Republicans uh, take over from Nancy Pelosi and take the gavel uh, in the House of Representatives and get the opportunity uh, that they have already threatened to audit all of the expenditure that the Biden administration has already devoted to Ukraine. And Simon, this unprecedented visit by Zelensky, while his country is at war, aims to show the solidarity between Ukraine and its more, most powerful backer. What is the White House hopeful of in the days to come? Look, I think the White House is hopeful that by doing this now, in the dying days of Democrat control, certainly in the House of Representatives, uh, they have given President Zelensky and also President Biden today uh, an opportunity to cement ties between Washington and Kiev into place. President Biden uh, using the bully pulpit of the presidency uh, today to talk in terms of the need for the United States and Ukraine to stand together throughout 2023 and beyond. Uh, President Zelensky using the bully pulpit that he was presented uh, in the well of Congress to advance a very similar message. There was a bit of daylight between uh, the two presidents at the White House earlier in the day, and that was on the prospects for any kind of negotiated peace settlement. President Zelensky at one point said he couldn't even envisage a just peace negotiation taking place uh, with Russian President Vladimir Putin. And you heard him in that speech uh, to Congress saying that all of those Russians who have been the architects of what he describes as uh, acts of terrorism in Ukraine need to be held accountable for the crimes they have committed. Now, at the White House, President Biden uh, kind of weighed in, waded in uh, and made the point to the assembled reporters that President Zelensky, he said, absolutely wants a negotiated peace. But the problem is that it's Vladimir Putin who is unwilling to engage in any kind of meaningful negotiation at this point. And that is why the U.S. president said it's so important for the U.S., to continue backing Ukraine. But there was definitely a distinction there between President Zelensky's insistence that there can't necessarily be a just peace with a Russia that is ruled by Vladimir Putin and the American contention, uh, as President Biden himself said earlier this month when President Emmanuel Macron of France was at the White House, that at some point it may be possible, it may be necessary for him to sit down and have a face-to-face -face conversation with Vladimir Putin if and when the Russians indicate that they are ready for peace talks. All right, Simon, thank you so much for breaking it all down for us. Simon Marks in Washington, D.C.